The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Welcome to the Title IX Podcast and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. The entire Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is fueled by Cody Road, and we are here in the Wild Rose Casino and Resort Studios. We are actually in the studio. Physically. We are here. We are out here. We are feet away from one another. Not suburbs away from each other. We sound great too. Well, we always sound great. Yeah, we do. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. I just wish we were closer. I know. We used to be able to hold hands. We we used to actually hold hands through the whole podcast. You guys just didn't know. Uh, Elisa used to struggle with the stools yeah. at the old studio, and she's struggling with the chairs already. So if she falls off, guess what? <laughs> Some things never change. I think that I, I think one of my problems is that I manspread. <laughs> like I, my legs just. You don't cross your ankles? No. You're not going to have varicose veins. My grandma used to cross her ankles and then cross them again. What? Yeah. I'm trying it. It's wild. What do you mean? I bet you can do it. Were her legs seven feet long? Yeah. She had very long legs. I think I have pretty long legs, but it's, that ain't happening. Maybe it was like it was up over the one knee went over and then the next one was oh, around I can the do that. Oh gosh, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting over here like sup, bro. Anyways, we're excited to be here. These studios are gorgeous. They are. Like really, really cool. We've got the Cody Road in the background. I know. This is I'm old like, news to everybody else, but this I is know. the first time here. So I'm sorry for our excitement. What can fit in my pockets? <laughs> What what's in that little cabinet? I don't know. We're about to find out. It's a dartboard. Oh, that's oh. Aiden. Yeah. You guys, Aiden is producing for us in studio. He's he, our new target of all our harassment. We don't have an us, HR department, so we can do whatever we want. He told us that it was very hard to offend him. So we're taking that as a challenge. challenge accepted. <laughs> we uh Hopefully our friends at the Ivy College of Business didn't hear my comment about the harassment. I was joking, joking. because we want to thank our friends at Ivy. I don't know if you saw this, Elisa. We talked about Dean Spaulding in our last episode, how much we enjoyed having him on. Mm-hmm. He has been reappointed to a third five-year term to lead the Ivy College of Business. So. Honestly, smartest choice they've made. We <laughs> <laughs> besides Absolutely. Besides, besides everything us. else. Yes, of course. But we're happy for Dean Spaulding and happy for all the Ivy students who have been welcomed back onto campus. Aiden, did classes start yet? Yeah, I had one class today. How was it? It was awful. Get this. My professor <laughs> Tell doesn't, us more. doesn't allow electronics in her class. Laptops, tablets, phones, none of it. She doesn't, she's like super. The machines are going to come alive and attack us. I mean, they might, but at She's this point, we're, we're so far da- like down that line that who, who cares? It right. is the year and of it- our Lord, 2023. <laughs> I am not buying a notebook. I'm sorry. <gasps> You're not. <laughs> okay, Aiden. Let me tell you a little bit something about 2003 to 2007. Tell us, Elisa. I don't think I brought my, I don't think I brought my laptop to any classes ever. I also did not take notes on my laptop, but I appreciate that a lot has changed in 20 years. Yes. You just make yourself sound so um, I had my 20 year reunion the other day and it was like, got some gray hairs here, folks. Oh, speaking of gray hair. No, yours looks good. Thanks. That's because I'm covering it up. <laughs> 
Um, no, I still took notes on my notebook in law yeah. school and then slowly transitioned over. You'll make it, buddy. We believe in You'll you. You'll survive. You will. You can it's do this. You remember how to use a pen. Our entire learning system is on the internet. You're right. I'm, you're right. I'm with sense. you on this one. I'm with you. I do want to say, though, um, about computers and everything coming to take over, I do think that it is important for us to remember to thank Siri and thanks thank Alexa mm-hmm. when they do things because they're going to remember that they're coming for us. First. They're going to remember who thanked them. And I would like a rundown. Like that's, that's one of my voting points. I'd like a rundown <laughs> of which politicians thank Siri. Do you think Siri? I, I do. Okay. That's good to know. I'm going to start right now. She's coming for us. She absolutely is coming for us. And I want to be on her good side. I would like to thank the Instagram algorithm for being so good and for taking my money on a regular basis. <laughs> so there's my first thank you to the That's AI. That's true. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, thanks to Ivy. We appreciate your sponsorship <laughs> and friendship uh, of the podcast. Okay. You know what we're leading with. Oh gosh, what could we possibly be leading with? The soccer. Hello. The Women's World Cup has officially ended. I was joking, by the I, way. I know you were. Okay, you gave you me a concerned Oh no, look. no, no. Okay. It was a I get that you're joking look. Okay. Spain. I forgot what you look like in real person, so. <laughs> in real person. Yeah. Am I more beautiful or less beautiful? I don't know that you could get any more beautiful. <gasps> oh, that's so sweet. Maybe one of the most attractive people I know. Thanks, Elisa. I've always thought this. That's really sweet of you. I'm only friends with attractive people. <laughs> I've always said that. Sorry, ugly people. You're out. <laughs> so if you're not friends with Elisa, now you know why. Now you know. Uh, Spain, the World Cup champions. Yeah. In a 1-0 final, which we'll get to in a minute. <laughs> okay. But I want to talk about the semifinals first. Okay. And specifically the semifinal match between England over the Matildas. Yes. That match shattered TV records. So it became the most watched TV event in Australian history with almost 12 me- people, 12 million people tuning in on their state channel alone. That's, That's crazy. That's 42% of the country watched on that channel alone. Whoa. And I just, that blew me away. Yeah. And obviously they were hosting, so yeah. I'm sure that had a lot to do with it, but the buzz was there. Yeah. And Sam Kerr, who is the, one of the world's best strikers, hit mm-hmm. an equalizer, with, I don't know, I think it was like the 62nd minute and mm-hmm. then England went ahead with the go-ahead yeah. goal just a few minutes later. And she later. had a couple other shots. She did. A that, lot of oh, other shots. You could just, tell. Yeah. When they went down 2-1, the look on her face was just like, you got to be kidding yeah. me. And I saw something that said, that's the look of when the teacher tells you you have a group project to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just was bummed because I wanted to see yeah. Australia play as the host country. But um, it was not without its benefits. Their run, uh, the Australian Prime Minister announced the country is going to invest $200 million in its women's and girls' sports infrastructure in the country. So it matters. That's cool. I know. Really cool. That's, I was going to say crazy, and then I was going to say cool, and they almost went together to be cruel. Cruel summer? But that's not what I... Aiden loves Taylor Swift. (laughs) We had a moment. Are you a Swifty? I am a big-time Swifty. I took my sister to, to Minneapolis. And Cruel Summer has been stuck in my head since June 24th or whatever it was. You could play that on the radio and I would have no idea. Are you serious? How are you even avoiding it at this point? I don't know. Like that I listen takes... to sports talk radio. Yeah, you do. Like all the time. Yeah, that's fair. I don't listen to radio. Yeah, you don't I mean, listen I don't to... listen to music on the radio. Right. If you did, you would know that song. Maybe I've heard it on like you, I'm the sure ticker talkers. I'm sure you have. 
But mm. anyway, sorry, you gave us a moment. Okay, now to the final. So we have a Spain-England final. 12 million people watch on the BBC alone, which is, of course, England's uh, main channel. Yes. The second most watched event on BBC after only the King's coronation this year. Oh. And the other cool part is that five and a half million Australians watched the Women's World Cup final. And obviously they had just been bounced from the final. So the fact that almost half of the viewership for the semifinal game alone, um, that they tuned in again, I think really shows that they were invested in the World Cup for the World Cup yeah. and not necessarily just for their country. I want to get your take on this, that... Uh, the royal family did not attend. Okay, yes, this has been bothering me. I okay. have a list of um, things of frustrations. Okay. And that's on it. Let okay. me get to the good stuff first. Okay. Um, and then we'll end with the bad stuff. We'll end being pissed off. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we haven't seen the worldwide viewership, TV viewership numbers yet, but we do know that the attendance, so the physical attendance was just short of 2 million people. That was... 500,000 over the initial targets and projections. So my conclusion is invest in women. Yeah. You idiots. <laughs> Steph, we, we need to talk about, you can get more bees with honey. I don't know that analogy, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have, the craziest storyline of the entire World Cup. I'm and they surprised were all, I'm you sorry. were just like, MFers. <laughs> oh, I'll get there. <laughs> I'm just easing our way into it. Okay. I'm, I have little. I've I have little thoughts, but none of them compared to what you're saying. So I'm just like letting you go. On okay, this. and I promise I'll give you okay. time. Just need to get no, out. I don't, okay. I, oh my god. I don't need any time because what you're saying is better than what I have. Okay, this is a this is a ridiculous storyline. Just okay. absolutely bonkers and actually incredibly heartbreaking. Okay. So the only oh. yeah, you know what I'm going to yeah. say. The only goal of the match is sco scored by Olga Carmona. The mm -hmm. initial story was her lifting up her jersey after she scores the goal and she had written something on it and everyone was like is that a middle finger to the Spain Federation, which mm -hmm. we'll talk about in a little bit. But it turns out it was the name of a the mother of her best friend who had recently passed away. So that's the initial story. After the match and she's the only goal scorer, we find out that her father passed away the night before and her family elected not to tell her until oh. after it was all over. So her father didn't see her score the game winning goal and the World Cup final. Apparently he had been battling a long illness and it just happened to happen when it did. I didn't know that the family elected. I thought, <coughs> excuse me. I thought she gracious. got your cough out. I, I did. I got a big old cough out, but I still got some coughs in there. I thought that she like that it happened like right before the game or yeah, something. No, they Whoa. it was the night before. So this leads me to a hypothetical. Would you want to know if you are her, or do you want to to have it revealed to you after? Oh the man, fact? it's an impossible question, yeah. and there are no right answers. I think that if it was a long illness, I think that I would be more prepared for it. And yeah. I would want to know. I just, I, one of my pet peeves is that everyone else knows something mm. and they're not telling it to me, which or, that's like the ultimate yes. one, or that I'm like not getting the whole truth about something. Right. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. So I think that that would be very difficult for me, but I also, I don't know how I would handle grieving. I don't think that I've had to grieve at that magnitude right. before. Right. And so you're grieving at that magnitude on the world's biggest stage. Yeah. How do you handle it? Yeah. Right. I, 
I don't know. I, there is no right answer. I just could not. Has believe she that. said how she felt about it? Or um, she released a statement. She said, without knowing it, I had my star before the game started. So the mm-hmm. World Cup star. Um, I know that you have given me the strength to achieve something unique. I know that you've been watching me tonight, and you are proud of me. Rest in peace, Dad. Oh. So I mean, I I doubt we'll ever know. Yeah. But I just it's so heart wrenching. Yeah. That's one of those things that you're like, oh, I'm curious, but it's like, keep it in the family, right? keep it in the family. Let her decide if she wants to, you know, speak about it. So with that, now we get to the men, (laughs) right? Do you have anything fun to say? Oh, this gets so much worse. This gets so much worse. (sighs) Glad you guys tuned in. Getting stretched. Okay. (laughs) More tense than I was when we started. All right, the president or their equivalent of the president of their federation, the Spain president, his name's Luis Rubiales. He is going through, you know, they go through the line and shake all the hands the players do. He gives the Spain midfielder, Jenny Hermoso, a big old smacker on the lips, just like brings her in and kisses her. (laughs) Yeah. The audacity. So she goes, someone comes up to her on an Instagram live interview afterwards and says, you know, like, what did you think of that? And she says, well, what can I do? I didn't like it. She later says it was a total spontaneous mutual gesture because of the immense joy that winning a World Cup brings. Now, shockingly, that's a beautifully crafted statement that I'm sure someone helped her draft. But so the the uh, football president says, I made a mistake and I have to acknowledge that it was done without any ill intention in a moment of the highest exuberance. Here we saw it as a natural, normal, um, as natural and normal, but outside has caused a commotion. Look, like I get that there are different ways to show affection in different yeah. countries, Yep. but it was, woo, it was one of those, oh, did that just Ooh, happen type yeah. of things, you know? And you're like, and you kind of look around, did anyone else see that yeah. type of... <laughs> So I don't know, like interesting. the fact that he had to apologize probably suggests that even if it is custom in yeah. Spain, he went too far. Yeah. So there's that. Then there's the Spain coach. <laughs> this, this has brought me to a, a thought that I've had recently Okay, where his biggest concern is getting canceled and her biggest concern is like being assaulted. ostracized or yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. right. Like, I'm sorry that you have to apologize for being, like, aggressive with somebody, but she had to, like, be on the receiving end of the aggression. And then figure out how to handle it publicly. Right. Right. And this, it gets worse because (laughs) Spain's coach, uh, Jorge Vilda, things have been not great with him. Right. So Spain's, well, he gets booed. All right. First and foremost, he gets booed when they announce all the players for Spain. The players celebrate without them. The coaching staff's on the other side of the pitch. He's kind of like seen as an outsider if you were watching it. Yeah. They eventually brought some of the team brought him in, whatever. But all of this stems from the fact that before the World Cup started and players started getting called up, 15 players signed what was essentially a petition that said, we don't want to get called up if this guy's still the coach. Yeah. They cited unprofessional environments from the team. They said he was never prepared. They said their travel was horrible they said that there's they weren't adequately staffed and they just didn't feel comfortable with it and there's this been, been this back and forth as there has been with several countries who are in the world cup or preparing for the world cup and eventually these players kind of had to tuck their tails between the legs and say we're sorry we want to come back hmm. and so since then it's been very hostile yeah um <clears throat> but it was interesting to see that dynamic play out after they won he was definitely not well embraced by the team yeah. so there's that 
And then there's more. <laughs> we have the FIFA president. Wait, there's more. Yeah. Gianni, this is maybe the one that makes me the most mad. Uh, Gianni Infantino. Okay. So what they do is they have this, like, they bring everyone in um, before the final and they call it the women's football convention, which is wherever the final is or whatever host country is hosting. Mm -hmm. He's giving a speech and there are players there. There's coaches there. He says, I say to all the women, and you know, I have four daughters, so I have a few at home. I say to all the women that you have the power to change, pick the right battles, pick the right fights. You have the power to change. Okay, whatever. I can deal with that. But then he says, you have the power to convince us men what we have to do and what we don't have to do. You do it. Just do it. Hey, bro, what do you think we've been bleeping Sorry, doing what? for a few decades, pal? Like, Why don't what do you, you think? Just, like, just sit down. What do you think we're doing? What do you think we're trying right. to do? Uh, there's more. With me, with FIFA, you will find open doors. Just push the doors and do it at also a national level in every country, every continent, and every confederation. Why do we have to push anything? Right. Just have the doors open right. to begin with. Right. We shouldn't have to push. And then he goes on to say that equal pay wouldn't solve anything. Why don't we just have like an arch instead of a door? <laughs> or why do we even have a door? Just right. have a doorway. Right. Uh, <laughs> equal pay might be a symbol, but it would not solve anything because it's one month every four years. And it's a few players out of the thousands of thousands of players. Does he not recognize that the symbol of the biggest stage fighting for equality or recognizing equality is about as important as it gets. Right. I wonder how much he gets paid <sighs> or if he like, if he took the, the first amount of payment that they offered him. Oh, I'm sure. Or if he mm -hmm. went back and tried to negotiate that payment, like mm -hmm. so many people do. Yeah. So that was what kind of just really irked me after the yeah. fact but I don't, I don't want to make it about that because it was a beautiful tournament and I loved every second of it. And there was so much drama. There were so many upsets, so many surprises, but I hate that at the end of things like this, there's always something. Yeah. And that just really pumped me out. Yeah. Hmm. Um, this is not along the lines of irritation, but the U S women's national team head coach, Flatko Antonovsky, friend of the pod, <laughs> he, he resigned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he said goodbye. Just didn't was, work out. Didn't work out. He yeah. wasn't the right fit. Everybody yeah. knows it. Um, the general manager of the US Women's National Team also decided to not renew her contract. So mm -hmm. I think everyone kind of agrees that it's time for a some new change. face. Yeah. A new <clears throat> some new blood. Do you have any ideas? Um, everyone you know, who if you could pick the pie in the sky, it's the England head coach. Yeah. Um, but I think she said yeah, she's yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah. But I mean but to be honest with you, I don't know a lot about, you know, who's out there in terms of international coaches. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. I think that I would, um, I would suggest not getting super excited about maybe a, f a former player. Yeah. Um, with no experience. Yeah. Have you seen names like that? Yes. I guess I see this too. And I don't, I'm kind of like, Mm, just because you were an incredible yeah. talent on the field, it doesn't translate. Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, like they're they're fine. Steve Nash didn't work out. Jason Kidd's hopping around. It it doesn't always work out. Yeah, yeah. 
And I think it wouldn't be the worst idea to look for a woman. I mean, obviously you want to find the most qualified candidate, but just for the sake of, you know, what does this mean? But yeah, I've seen, interestingly, I've seen Flatco's name as a front runner for the Kansas City current job. Oh, interesting. Because they're, they have an interim head coach right now. Yeah. And he's a Kansas City native. And I just, um, yeah, I, I think that maybe the National Women's Soccer League would be a better stage for him. I yeah. think the World Cup was, and, and the Olympics were maybe, the talent was just too high and he was too inexperienced. Yeah. So we'll I saw see. something about... um. Mm. No, it was the 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 Chicago team that Laura Ricketts has oh, negotiated yes. a deal to buy the to buy the Red Stars. Speaking of. Yeah, that Ricketts family. I know. They got their hands in all the things over I there know. in Chicago. You know that we get excited about like ownership <clears throat> and yes. stuff like that. In yeah. my head it was it was a coaching thing. And but I'm pretty sure she got gets... that team at a steal. Oh yeah. Um, because you know, we've been talking about this a lot. Now is the time to buy low. Yeah. And so I <laughs> good for her. Yeah. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. Yeah. They're a growing we, brand. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. All of the women's teams are a growing brand right yes. now. Yeah. Especially in, in that league. So you have so much to say about the Kansas city team. I know I, it. I can I'm just not see going it in to. your eyes. It's, I can see the sparkle in your eyes when you I, talk about them. Um, my biggest news about Kansas city is I am a season ticket holder for next year. And, and I, who thought that was a good idea? Me. No, no. On Twitter. Who was like, <gasps> great idea. Will you tell the story? No, you tell the story. No, I want you to tell the story. No, you tell no, the you story. No, you tell it because I don't want to like, I don't know. I like it. You seemed more, I don't know. You, it was like you were my hype girl. I was very it. excited yes. about it. Yeah. Um. So let's just call him friend of the pod. <laughs> Serena Williams, uh, one Serena Williams husband. Have you heard of her? Have you heard of her? Her <laughs> husband liked and commented on one of Steph's tweets and she tweeted something about like being a season. I was really proud of it. Yes. And he said like something positive about it. Yeah. And we screamed. We did guys. You got to go to Twitter to see it all. I'm just like, it's a, I'm a, I'm a ball of emotions about it. Well, this is, and we, you and I talked. Maybe I can find this it. This is why Twitter Talk can be, yourselves. or X, whatever the hell you want to call no, it. No, we're calling it Twitter. We are calling it Twitter. This is why Twitter can be really cool because I have no idea how Serena Williams' husband saw my tweet. Like, Wait. what are the damn chances? I have no idea. And then not only did he see it, but he, did he take time out of his precious day to then like and comment on it? It was just one of those moments where I was like, wow, Here's the world the is small. Um. Steph does Steph does a lot of tweeting. I do. I so I have it. to look through my tweets to try and <laughs> because he liked then then I tweeted tell the goat that we love her. I found it. Okay. So Steph Copley, Stephanie Copley. That's at, me. That's me, guys. At Steph Copley on the tweets. I'm now officially a season ticket holder for the Casey Current for our first season in the first stadium in the world built for a women's professional sports team. Then she says, I'm so happy, so proud, all the feels, hashtag Casey baby. And then Alexis said, hell yes, with the muscles. Yeah, old bicep muscles. And then I said, because that's what's important here, is what I said, right? Uh, should I freak out now or later? Tell the goat we love her. And then he liked it. It's amazing. One we of love- the highlights of yeah. uh, 
our sports fandom. We're obsessed. We are Isn't obsessed. he the founder of Reddit too? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. I think he sold it, but yeah. Uh, well, they've got some cash. Yeah. We're obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. We're obsessed with Serena. Mm-hmm. We're obsessed. With the Kansas City Current. With the Kansas City Current. Love We're it obsessed all. I have two Alexis. tickets, so if you want to come with me sometime, let's yeah. do it. We can chronicle our adventure. Oh, so much fun. I was just very proud of that. That's that was one of those things that I really wanted to do. Yeah. And I was on the bottom of the totem pole in terms of when we could select tickets. Oh. And so I was just waiting. Yeah. And then it came and I had I had an idea of what section I wanted. I got the section I wanted. Nice. And I was just, I don't know. I just think that is such an incredible endeavor. And it's not without its risks. And yeah. I just want to show that entire ownership group that what they're doing matters. So I love that. I did my small part of it. I feel like you did a big part of it. Thanks. I'm so, proud of you. We'll see what happens, but I love okay. the soccer. We love the soccer. We love the soccer. What else do you have to say about the World Cup? Um, not much. I'm sad it's over. It was the highlight, one of the highlights of my summer for yeah. sure. And that the royal family didn't oh, come. Oh my gosh, I forgot that on my list. Yeah. So I have a thought about it. Okay. Which I just think it's strange well, because he, Kate Middleton loves women's sports. So there's there I've seen both sides of this argument. Okay. He's the president of the England yeah. female saw whatever they call it. So he's their their president. I'm sure he's more of a figurehead than he is an actual acting. As he is whatever. in yes. real life. But the fact is that's he is. Yeah. He's the leader of that body. The so the argument is if you are the whether you're the figurehead of it or this or the real leader of it, you should be there. Yeah. The flip side of the argument is apparently the costs associated with security and flying and all of that, which those are real to things. Australia, yes, yeah. Right. And and time and personnel and it's apparently was um tricky getting around and things like that. My problem with it is other f- national leaders figured out a way yeah and i just think there are certain moments when you accept all of that and say this is worth it i don't know if this was the moment but your country's playing in a world cup final if that's not the moment then i'm not sure what is and like your family wears jewels on their heads (laughs) you can like find the the money for it yeah and he did the the video with his daughter yeah and she kind of sat there smiling and yeah. I have mixed feelings about that too. I don't know. It kind of felt like she was the prop for it. Yeah. And I don't, I, I like the Royals. Like I follow them. I think they're generally like good intentioned people. I don't yeah. think they're evil or anything like that, but it was kind of like, Ooh, yeah. I don't know. It's I think in general too, like Kate is the sports fan in the family. Yeah. I mean, you've, you like can see general. that when, when they go to Wimbledon yeah. and she was the, one of the ambassadors this year. Yep. Yeah. And every, like all the games they go to, she's always the one like into it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so it's like, come on guys, this is a huge stage. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't yeah. know the full politics behind it, but yeah. uh, there were, but the princess of Spain or whatever her actual title was, was there. So. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. That's a different scale. People aren't obsessed with her as they are the Royal family. Yeah. But. Hmm the men all right okay do you want to take a quick break yeah let's take a break okay first we'll thank our friend hope wood i was just gonna say do you want to do it you want to talk about hope wood do you want to talk about hope wood? She, you, you can get 50 dollars off your will in a day yes by using the promo code fanatic her website is hopewoodjd.com i actually looked at hope's website today yeah? because someone asked me about it it's a great website i think she's yeah. redone it and it looks super nice. sleek and flashy but we love hope Huge Iowa State fan, friend of ours. Check her out, hopewoodjd.com. Will in a day program, $50 off. Get your get your 
Get your stuff in order. Get, get your, your affairs in order. Your it's almost football season, for God's sake. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen in this football <laughs> season. Like on whole, so many levels. We have no there's idea. Hurricanes. There's could be another derecho. Hur- Did you see there was a hurricane and a hurt? Wait, in an a, earthquake? An earthquake? A hurricane? Yeah, the earthquake was like like fifty or sixty miles from one of my best friends, and so I was like texting her, and she's like, "I didn't even feel it. My phone just screamed at me," and she's like very pregnant, and I was like, <sighs> "Chelsea, just come to Iowa. I will put you in my basement." So we've got wildfires in Hawaii, hurricanes in California. Earthquake. What else is happening? Um, it's a rainforest outside here in Iowa. Hotter than. Why are you wearing a sweatshirt? That I just like, dawned on me. I know. I like to be very hot. Yeah, I do too. I hate being cold, but it is disgusting outside. But also, so, for some reason, my house gets very cold. I thought we were going to take a break. My house we gets will. very cold when it's very hot out. So does ours. And yes. I can't explain it, but I. I'm, you can't explain it. I can't explain it. <laughs> But I will be going to the next World Cup. That went into like Irish a little bit, but um, I just I get cold, and I knew that it would be cold here. I think it is cold in here. I agree, but you're still nuts. I know. Okay, we're taking a break. <laughs> okay, uh, I meant to tell you this before we took a break while we were talking about your clothes. Are we back? Yeah, or... we're back. No, okay. we're back. Okay. Um, this is real talk. <laughs> this is for everyone to hear. <laughs> I really like your jewelry. Thank you. Yes. Um, so I've decided to start wearing more jewelry. Yeah. I saw you tweeted this or whatever. Yeah. Instagram. It, it um, looks great. Thank you. Brooke told me it was a thing that points of interest are a thing. What does I that just, mean? I don't know, <laughs> but I trust her cause she's fabulous. Um, but it, I just feel so cool. Yeah. yeah. I have these tiny little, um, Hold on, let me pull this one up. I have these tiny little earrings. Oh, those are cute. They're hoops, Thank but you. They're, yeah. they're small. Yeah, and they like don't really have a back. You, they just kind of are they the nap whoop, earrings together? Um, I don't. They were like six dollars on Amazon. Oh, bro. okay. Well, there's earrings out there that are supposed to. They're like the way they fit is kind of backwards, so that they're easier easier to nap in. Because oh. you know, if you've ever tried to sleep in earrings, they yeah bust up your head. Oh, yeah. I thought no, I just right. take them off. When I'm gonna take a nap. I mean it's or not... sleep. I mean I feel you, but I'm just saying guys, that exists if guys, anyone's okay. interested. I understand this, but guys, we just, just take, take the time your... to take your earrings off. And My wash God. your damn face, okay? If you're if you're so take pressed your... if you're so pressed for time that you can't take your earrings off before your nap, maybe let's just skip the nap. Or skip the earrings. Can I tell you an existential crisis yes. I'm having about jewelry? So <laughs> I got my colors done. Yeah. And I have worn gold jewelry for years. Oh, and like, they said, don't you dare. Yeah. You piece of bleep. I'm having a hard time. I, I'm wearing a silver necklace tonight. I'm, yeah. I switched to a silver uh, watch band. Okay. I, I don't know. This is really hard for me. I can't. I don't well, know if I can give it up. I love gold. I love gold. The, the Wait, do you guys com- know that reference? Okay. No. Aiden knows it. Aiden knows I love it. gold. You can tell uh, me. <laughs> It's the spy movie, Austin Powers. Oh, Gold Member? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good movie. I love gold. <laughs> Anyways, that's my existential so you crisis. Can give me all your gold. <laughs> all right. I'm going to hold on to it for a while and make a slow transition. Understood. One thing at a time. Yep. We'll see. Well, Stay tuned. I'm not giving up my gold. That's you for shouldn't. Sure. It looks great on you. Thank you. Yeah. I have not gotten my colors done, but I've decided that they're pink. <laughs> and just gold pink. 
pink just and pink. gold and black and cardinal and gold. I can accept that. Do you have Those- a do you have a good like I got lucky. I'm a winter and so they're the bright vivid colors. But I don't actually know if bright's the word, but yeah. vivid is. And there's a good pink. It's black. A good mm-hmm. red, like the cardinal red. Yeah. I feel very blessed. Good. Okay, good. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. I have to talk about something that's going to upset you more okay. than the men's stuff. Okay. I just need to say it though, because we try to be ambassadors for women's sports. And I feel like it's important for us to say this, but I'm going to segue into something that's going to make you happy. So just bear with me for a minute. Are you prepared? I need a ver- <laughs> That's my, I was going to say, I, I need. feel about it. A verbal affirmation okay, and fine. you burped at me. So that was fine. The Iowa women's basketball team has sold out their tickets for the first time ever. Did you see the, did you see the Caitlin Clark? Um, Buttercup. Butter- <laughs> Butter- <laughs> that was rough. It was rough. Like we're talking wax <laughs> museum rough. And I don't want to disparage the artist because I'm sure that takes a lot of work and a lot of planning, but it was really bad. I'm, I think it's fair to say that, right? Yeah. It was bad. The cow? Immaculate. <laughs> um, the veining on the udder? Give me a break. Kaylee Clark could do some work. The butter, the butter sculpture, not the human. Just I'm try, see, we, We're not saying her face Steph, needs some work. Okay. Transition. <laughs> okay. So prior to that point, they'd sold out just three games in history. So it is an amazing accomplishment. They're also playing a scrimmage at Kinnick that's going to break a whole shit ton of records. Here's my transition. We're probably not going to sell out for the Iowa State women, but we have an amazing track record for... Still waiting for the part that I'm going to Hold on. Like. You're going to okay. like this part. But we have an amazing attendance, uh, what would you say, history? Yeah. And we have maintained that history for a very long time. Right. So there are a lot of ways you can help the Iowa State women, one of which is to buy tickets, mm-hmm. whether you can buy a single game ticket, a season ticket, whatever, just buy tickets. But yeah. another way you can directly help our female athletes on the women's basketball team, and Elisa and I have tried to make it our mission to find ways to directly help these women athletes is to um, help us with the We Will Collective. We're hosting a golf outing, and all of the proceeds that are raised at that golf outing go directly to the women's basketball program. That's huge. That's huge. I cannot express how huge that is. And for when this started, it was the collective was tentatively mm-hmm. just for oh, yeah. Not the men's basketball team and the football team. It went so, for the women, or sorry, it went for just football and men's basketball yeah. for a long time. And then I started incessantly emailing Brent Bloom and saying, this is not okay. This is not okay. This yeah. is not okay. And here's where we are. But yeah. the problem is now we got to put our money where our mouth is yeah. and show why this is important. So it's Tuesday, September 12th at Ames Golf and Country Club. If you don't play golf, that's fine. That's fine. Sponsor a hole. Donate, yeah. you know, hundred bucks, 10 bucks, whatever you can. Just do it so that all of that money can go straight to the women's basketball program. And I looked at memberships the other day and totally affordable, totally doable. For We Will? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All sorts of, all sorts of tiers. Yeah. And it's not about, I mean, if you have a million bucks to spend, great. But I mean, that's not what (laughs) Iowa State is. It never has been. And I'm talking, I'm not just talking about the collective. Yeah. Collectively as a whole. And so explain to me also the $200,000 that's going to be matched. Yes. Okay. So an anonymous donor said, I will give you up to $200,000 match. So any money that you spend, let's say you're willing to contribute 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, actually that's 20 bucks because that donor is 
putting in up to $200,000. So yeah. we have a really unique opportunity to raise a lot of money for the Weeble Collective in a very short amount of time. And so how long does that last? Um, do you have it up right there? Nope. <sighs> Aiden knows. <laughs> I should know I'm a board member. Don't tell Brent. I believe it's the Thursday before the Seahawk game. Okay, that could be because actually you're right because we're hosting an event that night. So it goes through Thursday of the Seahawk game. Oh, you're hosting an event that night? Yeah. That might have desserts by Sift and Sprinkle? Yes. Will you tell everyone about them? I'm having, I'm going to have desserts. Elisa's Home Bakery is going to have a dessert table there mm -hmm. for the We Will Collective event. So we it's are like the whole like, table. It's going to be kind of epic. It will be epic, not kind of epic. You do amazing tables. Shanks. They're amazing. Shanks. Yeah. I uh, bought some stuff for it today. Did you? Like uh, platters and stuff. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Do they have a theme? Um, She sent me some really cool, like, uh, uh, not dream, vision board type oh, stuff. Cool. There was some burlap, like old school Ames jerseys. Ames vibe, jerseys. yeah. Check out the Cyclone Fanatic store right now. They have yes. some awesome, that Ames lettering. Yeah. Um, someone tagged us though in a tweet. There's not a lot of women's stuff for the, yeah. the Ames. So we're going to have to get with Mike about that. Hey, awesome. I'll wear the men's stuff. Yeah, I will too. <laughs> I let's will too. be, let's be real. The oversized look is in too. Especially with that kind of stuff. I yeah. feel like it just works. Yeah. Um, do you subscribe to the athletic? I don't. Okay. So <clears throat> there was an article by Brian Hamilton. Um, I don't do a lot of online subscriptions, but that is the athletic is one that's absolutely worth it. I love their stuff, but there's not a lot of Iowa state women's basketball articles on there. And, and we had one last week about the post Ashley Jones era. <laughs> um, he mentioned that when Iowa state left for their overseas trip this last um, couple of weeks ago, one of them, just one of the players had logged more than 15 starts in an Iowa state uniform. That's mm. Emily Ryan. We uh, lose almost 70% of minutes played last year. So our freshmen are in a unique opportunity, you know, to really showcase what they have. And I thought this article um, written by Brian Hamilton did a nice job of chronicling that. So if you are an athletic subscriber, check that one out. But um, they played in Europe. If you haven't checked out their social media feeds, the trip looked awesome. And I thought they did such a cool job of keeping track of what they were doing, where they yes. were both as basketball players and tourists, you know, and being just kids and athletes. And yeah. Um, the one thing I noticed, did you notice it? That Audie sang? Did you see no. that? She like sang in like a, I don't know where it was. Gosh, historians are going to just kill she me. Sang, she yeah. sang the national anthem at Hall of... Yeah. Okay, so she's a but singer. Yeah, she sang like an Adele song. I don't know. All, it's all just jumbled in my mind, but it was really cool. That's amazing. I like missed that outdoors. one. Good for her. Yeah. Well, I was going to say something that kind of bummed me out a little oh, bit. Oh, what was it? Emily Ryan didn't play, and I noticed that she was in a boot. Oh, yeah. So fingers crossed. Um, obviously, it's super, super early, and I'm guessing they were being very, you know, just precaution, and they're being very conservative, but I was bummed. Yeah. I just, you know, that's a tough one. It yeah. is a tough one. And it was, <laughs> it was funny. And then after I saw it, I kept looking at all their pictures to see if it was still on. <laughs> Are you wearing because it while you're what, walking around? That's what internet sleuths, sleuths do. You know, oh, that's yeah. what we do. We're detectives. <laughs> 
Tell us about Ashley Jones. Speaking oh, of the post Ashley yeah. Jones era. So I had it pulled up earlier and then I was looking at, I was just looking at volleyball stuff too. So Ashley Jones uh, got picked up by the Mercury. Um, I think she had, so the Mercury has a bunch of girls out right now. Like Brittany is out. Brittany Griner. Yeah. Megan um, Gustafson Megan is out Gustafson too, which is interesting. Out. Yeah. They have two other, uh, Skylar Diggins is out. Um, so they have a bunch of, bunch of girls out. And so they pulled Ashley in, uh, and she got a couple minutes, kind of a surprise minutes, like not like people were watching and were like, wait a minute, <laughs> Ashley Jones just like she get here? quietly slipped into like her third or fourth team of the season. But I think that that's a good sign. I it's, think that it's a sign that she is on the cusp of being one of the regulars on a team. She just needs to find the right spot yeah. because right now she's fitting in when um, other players are out it's kind of like you're that sixth man. Yeah. So she's going to find a spot. Eventually she's working hard. The teams want to have her. They just don't have room to have her. They just don't have the space to have her, which let's get excited about adding teams to the WNBA quickly. <laughs> like, Yesterday. Yeah. Um, so she'll, she'll be on one soon, but right now, yeah, she's playing with the mercury. I think she got like four minutes and has two points or and this was another one of those hardship um contracts yep. so the seven day and hope you know what hopefully she just keeps racking those <laughs> yeah, suckers up pays, and the seven day pays better than like a short-term contract so and then i hope that she can just find it's exactly like you said it's not about her skills yeah. it's just about the you know finding the right fit yep speaking of fits i love when they feature when teams feature her uh, pre-game because it's like we had this sweet little Ashley Jones from a small town in Iowa and she's finally coming to her own and I know we mentioned it on one of our last pods but it's you know she's she's definitely built up the confidence and yeah. she looks great yeah it's yeah the WNBA has a cool fashion culture and I think she's really accepted it and adopted it and is running with it. Yeah. And also like Amesians, people in Ames, <laughs> as I like to call you, Amesians. Um Ames be on the Ames. lookout for her. If she's not on a roster, she's coming back here and, yeah. and working out with the girls here. So yeah. If you see someone and you're like, gosh. Is that Ashley Jones? Yeah. It's Ashley Jones. <laughs> it is. It's Ashley Jones. And it was fun to see Stephanie Suarez with the team in Europe yep. too. She's uh a grad assistant, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. Or whatever, whatever her title. Yeah. She's helping coach and she, you know, she's still one of the, she's essentially on the roster still yeah. without playing. So it was fun to see her have that opportunity yeah, as well. That's cool. Do you want to mention Coco? Yeah. So Coco, we talked about how she won uh, the DC Open couple weeks ago. Yeah. Did we talk about it? Was, it two yeah, weeks we did. Ago? Two weeks ago. Yeah. So she defeated the number one, uh, in three sets to advance to the finals of the Cincinnati open. And then she ended up winning. So it was funny because you said something to the effect of, you know, it's just good for her. It was kind of like open up the floodgates of some wins and yeah. then right after you talked about it. She yeah, did. I think. And she said something really interesting. Um, after the final match, they asked her like, Oh, like, where do you think you're at right now? And she's like, honestly, I'm at like a, like, or how did you play or something like that? And she said, I think I'm at like a six out of 10. She's like, honestly, like my serves weren't great. Um, but she was like mentally 10 out of 10. And she said like, that's what I think you have to be to be successful. Like that's what a champion needs to be at is a 10 mentally. 
And I was like, that's really interesting. Yeah. And it kind of checks out. I yeah. Mean, I immediately, when, when you told me that, thought of Simone Biles, because yeah. when she wasn't at a 10 mentally, everything fell apart. Yeah. And clearly she was physically capable of everything. Yeah. But when you're not there mentally, it all starts to unravel. Yeah. And I'm not going to say I'm at Coco's level, but I have been <laughs> playing a little bit of pickleball in my driveway with my husband. And sometimes I can just stand there and not even move my feet and still beat him just by thinking about it. Right. You're moving the ball. Yeah. Your head. yeah. Yeah. And I think that <laughs> that sounds so funny. Sorry, Arnold. He doesn't listen. Um, <laughs> so I just, I like, especially tennis is such a, like a mental game and you're hitting the ball. You're not just hitting it as hard as you can. Right. It's like it's we, about anticipating yeah. and reacting we all at a, once. We played a softball team last night and their first two innings, they hit it as hard as they could. They were hitting it to the fence. So our outfield backs up. Well, the next two innings, they're hitting bloopers just over the infield's heads. Mental game. Yeah, it's just this mental, like this cat and mouse game. But that's, it's, tennis is like that tenfold. Yeah. Like anticipating which direction your competitor is going to go and going the other direction and serving short and serving long. It's very, very mental. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, speaking of tennis, I don't know if you saw this, but this, someone tweeted this at us, um, before we started recording. So Iowa state has a new tennis commit. Her name's Ashley Narker. She's out of Australia. Uh, she is deaf. And she is the first deaf player in the world to achieve a WTA ranking. And she's right now ranked, um, 1,157. So cool. yeah. anyway, I just thought that was really, yeah. Unique. And that would be Rosa. a, um, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Didn't even think of that. My daughter is hard of hearing. Yeah. If you guys didn't know, she wears, uh, sparkly pink hearing aids. <laughs> because she is sparkly pink inside and out. <laughs> she, so without her hearing aids, she can't hear much. I've witnessed this. It's, huh? Yes. What? Huh? Yeah. With her hearing aids, so she competed at the Iowa State Fair. She had some, like, cakes and stuff in. And we were sitting a decent distance away. And she would be like, they just said that they like the frosting. <laughs> and I'm like, like, supersonic yeah. hearing. Like, super, the supersonic hearing of her hearing aids compared with for the first like five years of her life, she was just reading our lips. Right. You know what I right. mean? And so she can, I was like, dang. Well, this is a change. This is, uh, let me see if I can use this superpower. Yeah. I just think it'd be interesting to play any sport. Well, it would be just obviously something I can't yeah. comprehend to go through life deaf in one ear or both ears, but right. a sport especially. Yes. Because you think so much of your sensory is reliant on, and you, especially with tennis, yeah. like you're, I don't know. I just think that's interesting. I want to also see like what, what if any um, changes that they make? Because, uh, you know, if the ball's out and she continues to sure. play, right? you know, are there any accommodations? Yeah, or, accommodations, yeah. a flash of a light or something like right. that. Yeah, it's, it'll hmm. be interesting. But I thought that was a fun tidbit. Yeah. Um, that's all I have. I mean, we're approaching football and volleyball and all yeah. the sport, fall sports seasons very, volleyball, very quickly. We were talking about that this weekend. They're starting that like Cardinal and Gold. I just had it pulled up, but the little tournament where they uh, get warmed up for the season. <laughs> the little tournament where they play the volleyball. The little tournament, the Cardinal and Gold Challenge, exactly that. Hilton Coliseum, August 25th through 27th. I saw that they had like five game uh, ticket packages available, stuff like that. That could be a cool grab for somebody who's interested in volleyball. 
Um, volleyball is one of those uh, one of those games that's really accommodating to families. Oh yes, and it's, it's fun to yeah, watch. Really it's fun so to fun. watch. There's constant action. Um, go and get a clone cone. You don't have to stand in a super long line like you do for some of the basketball games. It's it's a good time with kids. Yeah, and it's um yeah it's it's so much fun to watch. And like you said, there's no dead time. Yeah, it's just movement constant. Yeah, so kids stay engaged. Yep. It's hard to believe it's here, but it is. It's it's the fall. It's time. It's the fall, but it's like 105 I degrees know. out. I shouldn't say it's fall. It's just that the school year is starting and yeah. fall sports are starting. Does Starbies have their fall lineup I saw yet? Dunkin' Donuts does. I have oh. to drop off donuts at the school tomorrow super early and I had forgotten. So I was like, how early can I get to Dunkin'? <laughs> and their website had their pumpkin stuff. I can't. I, oh. be, when it's so, I like the pumpkin stuff yeah. like, to an extent. I'm not one of those crazy people. Yeah. But here and there... I'll treat myself to a PSL, but I cannot do it when it's 115 yeah. outside. I know, maybe should I work in some? I have some pumpkin ideas, some fall for flavors the bakery? for the for the. We will collect. <gasps> yes, thing. you should. Yeah. September right then. I, I, have, I already have some ideas. I was thinking like pumpkin, like donut holes. Yes, real yummy. Yes. When do you put out your fall decor at home? Um, I don't decor. Mm. We are. That's a fun discussion. You know, we. Just, gone awry we put some things out for like halloween you do for christmas rose is a spooky family sometimes i put thing, things up for christmas i just i don't have a lot of things okay i aspire to mm -hmm. just like I you aspire love, to wear jewelry but but then you gotta put it all you gotta away. take your earrings off before a nap am i right <laughs> it's true and let me tell you that i do not have time to put all that shit away i feel that i, feel I don't that. yeah and so then it just stays up and then it's like, let me just put a Santa hat on this ghost and <laughs> call it Christmas. Oh, boy. That's why I wear my Santa shirt year round. You do wear your Santa shirt year round. It's time to break out the Iowa State football gear, though. I'm ready. We're excited to uh, keep you updated and apprised of Elisa's tailgate action because it's sometimes it's touch and go. I'm not how not your state of tailgating. I'm talking about when you can go and. Our schedule is very touch and go this I year. Survived. That's not what I meant. Okay. You survived so far. We have kids in everything right now. Yeah. And I we bought tickets. Don't know if we're <laughs> gonna go to any games. I don't know. You will. You will. We'll go to you and I for sure. And after yeah. that, it's uh it's a crapshoot. Yeah. So if you need tickets, hit me. Yeah. I'll charge you double. Well, and guess what, guys? Also, Brock Purdy plays in the NFL. So let's go. You other guys too. But it's here. so much stuff. Guys, we could sit here and talk about Aiden, Iowa what State you doing stuff tonight? <laughs> yeah, I guess this is it. So just uh, keep on going. <laughs> My time is yours. He's here for the long haul. Let's crack open the Iowish cream. That's all oh, I need to get more of that mm. for fall. Speaking yeah, of fall you do things. the eggnog. Mm. Mm. Salted caramel. That's my favorite. That's one. my favorite one. So good. Just drink it over ice. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. And it's great for baking too. Elisa and I go it's through this true. every fall. It's true. All right. I'm done now. I think I'm done. Okay. Last call. Man, I just don't want to leave. We'll I be back it. here in two weeks. I love it here. Thanks for listening, guys. Go Cyclones. Go State.